Welcome back to Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day. I'm your host, Dave Schultz. Host afternoons on 105.5 WNSP in Mobile, covering the South Alabama Jaguars. And prior to that, hosting mornings on 103.7 The Game in Lafayette, Louisiana, covering the Louisiana Raging Cajuns. Today's episode of Locked On Sunbelt is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. Tremendous show today. Following our preview of Southern Miss and the Cajuns, we sit down with Marshall head coach Charles Huff. It has been a roller coaster of a ride for the Thundering Herd this season. Uh, they beat Notre Dame but lose to Bowling Green. Uh, they did have a win last week against a beat-up JMU team, uh, but that's not their problem. Uh, and we talked to them about uh, moving forward this season uh, as well. So stay tuned uh, for that. But let's start with what is a huge ball game to get this week underway. It is Southern Miss hosting the Louisiana Raging Cajuns. Both teams are very hot. Southern Miss has actually won four of five. Their only loss on the road to Troy, 27-10. But they've come back with two clutch victories, down 19-7 to Arkansas State. They scored two touchdowns in the last 12 and a half minutes and win 20 to 19. A come from ahead victory against Texas State. They were up 13 to 7, give up a 74 yard touchdown pass uh, to Texas State, but then come back with a 53 yard touchdown pass to win it 20 to 14. Meanwhile, the Cajuns, as we have documented uh, throughout certainly uh, the, of this podcast, uh, the sky was falling. Uh, in Lafayette, they had won their first two ball games, but we weren't quite sure because they were Southeast Louisiana and Eastern Michigan. But then they took it on the chin to Rice and lost their first two games in the Sun Belt, one to Monroe and one to South Alabama, teams that they generally do not lose to, either in Monroe or in Lafayette. The thing was, they lost to those two teams combined by seven points. They lost to Monroe 21-17 in a game they could have won, and they were down by 10 to South Alabama, and they lost 20-17 to on a last-second Diego Guajardo uh, field goal uh, that gave South Alabama their first victory over the Cajuns in uh, Lafayette. But yet the sky was falling, uh, and you know they're the defending Sun Belt champions, and they've lost three in a row, something they hadn't done in a while. But yet they go on the road, they beat Marshall. They also, by the way which if you go back and listen to Locked On Sunbelt, you will find out that I said you got to pick a quarterback. Those two quarterback things don't work. And especially when the quarterback are the same. doesn't matter if it's Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi. And it doesn't matter if it is Ben Woldridge uh, and Chandler Fields. They're basically the same quarterback. Ben Woolridge is a, he looks the part a little bit more. He's a little bit taller, a little bit bigger than Chandler Fields. But it's not a difference of, well, we could put Taysom Hill in there. He can run the football. That's not what we're talking about here. They're the same quarterback. They run the same offense, uh, and you needed to pick one. Now, Chandler Fields ends up having a bad shoulder the week before the Cajuns game. He did play that game, but Woldridge is the one who brought him back down by 10 and then ended up beating uh, Marshall and then you know ties a school record with five touchdowns against Arkansas State. So after losing uh, three in a row, the Cajuns have won two in a row. And this starts off what is, you know, a kind of a round robin in the Sunbelt Western Division. This division is wide open, and any one of these teams can win it. Obviously, Troy's in control, 4-1. and one, They are off. South Alabama, 2-1, and one, licking their wounds from their loss to Troy, goes to Arkansas State. Southern Miss is only 2-1. and one. And they got the Cajuns, and the Cajuns are 2-2. Two and two. Cajuns are going to need some help. 
They're going to need South Alabama to lose twice. But they play Troy uh, next week. Southern Miss is head-to-head with Louisiana and head-to-head with South Alabama later on. Southern Miss has also lost to Troy, so they're going to need some help. But you can clearly see it that, you know, South Alabama can win out and needs Troy to lose one game. Southern Miss can win out and needs Troy to lose one game. Louisiana can win out, but is going to need South Alabama to lose another ball game. So everyone kind of needs help except Troy, as they are in control. But certainly, I mean, I don't think uh, South Alabama is going to lose two more games. But they got to get over losing to Troy and not mess around with Arkansas State. And then next week is at Georgia Southern, and that's not going to be easy. And then when they go to Southern Miss, that's not going to be easy. So these things are, I don't think, all that crazy. And we'll see what happens when a you know, well-rested Troy team goes to Lafayette. You know, Louisiana's going to get some extra time, too. It's not a, they're playing, you know, tonight. They're playing Thursday night against Southern Miss. So they'll have a couple of days, not an extra week. But uh, they won't, uh, it won't be like one team's off and another team's playing, you know, seven days beforehand. Uh, so uh, the Cajuns will have a couple of days uh, to be rested uh, as well. And so it'll be a huge ball game. Uh, we'll see if uh, Will Hall can, you know, keep that magic uh, going. Again, a strange season for Southern Miss went 0-2 to begin with and have won 4 of 5 with the only loss to Troy. They lost to what was a what is a very good Liberty team, 29-27. They actually started off very well against Miami, lost 30 to 7. Miami is not nearly what we thought they were. Uh, but, you know, Southern Miss didn't get blown out. Well, I guess they, you know, they lost by 30 to 7. Uh, but, you know, they beat Northwestern State 64 to 10. Uh, and they beat what is now a very good Tulane team. And so it should be a whale of a ball game. Uh, a lot is on the line. Uh, basically, you know, the loser is just about out of the divisional race. Just about. If Louisiana wins, Southern Miss is going to need some help. A lot of it. Uh, if Southern Miss wins, the Cajuns are basically eliminated. And so it'll be a, a fantastic ball game. We're going to try and recap it for Friday's show. We got uh, Kara Ritchie coming on uh, from uh, uh, the ticket in Jonesboro to preview the South Alabama ball game and talk about what's going on with Arkansas State. They had like 10 people hurt uh, for the game against the Cajuns. Uh, also, we're calling a high school football game uh, Thursday night, so it's going to be a little bit of a late episode. Uh, but hopefully we'll get that in and preview uh, the week as well. Uh, and so, you know, again, a lot is on the line in the Sun Belt, and it all starts with the Cajuns going to Hattiesburg to take on a Southern Miss. Also, the game, once again, national TV is on ESPN2. Obviously, you're expecting that on a Thursday, uh, but it's nice to see. Uh, and, uh, you know, Will Hall, former you know, Cajun's offensive coordinator, a chance to uh, make his mark and continue what has been a good season. I mean, what would be a huge turnaround for Southern Miss as they could be 5-3, and 3-1 three, three and one in the conference. Cajuns also looking for their uh, fifth win. Uh, they are 2-2 two and two in the conference. All right, let's take a timeout. We got the head coach of the Marshall Thundering Herd, Charles Huff. Very considerate with his time. We recap the win over JMU and what has been a roller coaster of a season for the Thundering Herd. You are listening to Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day.
If you or someone you love is experiencing embarrassing sweat or odor, try Sweatblock. Sweatblock was created by a doctor to help his own excessive sweating. It is doctor created and doctor recommended. Sweatblock gives you the confidence to wear what you want without embarrassing underarm sweat. Sweatblock wipes are a must-have for everyone's toiletry bag. Whether it's for a big presentation or a hot date, everyone can benefit. If you or someone you love is experiencing embarrassing sweat or odor, try Sweatblock. Save 20% with promo code LOCKEDON at sweatblock.com. Also available at Amazon. Welcome back to Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day. Thrilled to be having Marshall head coach Charles Huff on. Coach, I mean, you got the Pepto-Bismol on your desk or something like that. You've had one heck of a roller coaster season. How how is the uh, how's the stomach feeling these days? <laughs> well, I'm blessed to, to say the least. Uh, it's it's definitely been uh, a lot of learning, a lot of highs, a lot of lows. Uh, hopefully, over the next couple of weeks, we can you know start to kind of plateau out and be a little more consistent and have a little more consistency. And hopefully, start this week doing that. Well, tell us about your win. You, you had lost a couple in a row, uh, and then you got a big win over uh, JMU. Even fell behind James Madison and were able to overcome a, a slow start. Yeah, I, I think our team is we're, we're growing. You know, I, we, we're we're not, um, you know, uh, what do you call it? We're not well defined in every area yet. Um, you know, we we've got some things that we're doing really well. Uh, we've got some things that we can do really well. Consistency is probably the biggest part for us. And, and it's a little combination, right? You're talking about consistency, not just on game day, but every day of the week, you know, you're dealing with 18 to 22 year olds whose minds and brains are not fully uh, formed and functioning yet. Um, so it's a lot of what goes on before you get to the game Saturday that really determines how Saturday goes. Um, and we're getting better at being a little more consistent um, throughout the week to hopefully show up on Saturdays. I don't know why I got to pick on the kids, coach. I know plenty of 30 to 45-year-old people that brains aren't fully formed yet. So <laughs> I don't I don't know why you got to go with the ageism there, but uh, that's what you did. All right, so let's go back. Obviously, Marshall among the uh, uh, the Sunbelt teams in, in week two having a huge uh, win over uh, Notre Dame. What was that like going into South Bend and coming away with a victory? Uh, it, was, it was really good. I was really proud of the way the kids performed. You know, when you kind of – you know, start buying into a process or you start working towards a goal, you know, you're not sure, um, you know, all the things that are out of your control that may affect that, you know, injury, time of game, time of season, you know, maturity level, uh, performance, you know, continuum, you know, the things that are out of your control. And I thought our guys did a really good job um, of going in, you know, to that game in the beginning of the season and just kind of taking care of managing what we could control um, we went up and played really tough. You know, I, I didn't know, um, you know, what we were getting into as far as a strength and physicality battle. I knew we had a chance to play really, really hard. Um, you know, I had concerns that, you know, over time that the depth would, would kind of wear us down and we kind of just hung around long enough. Um, we did some things in that game that <clears throat> I'm trying to get us to replicate um, a little better moving forward. You know, we didn't turn the ball over. We didn't have a lot of missed tackles. We didn't have a lot of penalties. Um, and when you have those formulas, you got a chance to win a lot of games. Um, it just happened to show up a little bit earlier in the year for us. We were a little more consistent with the controllables than, than kind of midway in there in the middle. We kind of lost some of that, and we were able to kind of get back to it a little bit last week. So we've got to be able to control those things. I think when you got a really good defense, you can run the ball and you can take care of the ball. You got a chance to win and we've got to have that formula moving forward. 
Well, South Alabama saw that uh, recipe up close and personal uh, with Troy uh, just this past week. We're talking uh, with Charles Huff, head coach of the Marshall Thundering Herd on Locked On uh, Sunbelt. All right. And so, you know, college football teams, especially baseball, whatever it is, a- athletes, when you're when you're playing on a regular basis and practicing on a regular basis, really used to routine. That routine got upended a little bit at Marshall when you had a, a replacement on the offensive line and it, it took to the field. You know, you had a, a tough go at it against Bowling Green and uh, the Cajuns came in and they were struggling. Uh, they turned things around. Uh, and then you guys slowly have gotten back to what Marshall does. How difficult is that? Not only not only for the kids, but for the coaching staff. All of a sudden, you know, the routine is blown up a little bit when you're making a, a change on the coaching staff in the middle of the season for whatever reason. Yeah, I, I think, again, you know, like you say, anytime the routine is disrupted, there, there's a lot of anxiety, a lot of, you know, what next, um, a lot of, you know, where do we go from here? You know, I think we had a very similar situation, you know, going into the season uh, when we lost our, our starting running back. You know, it, it was, mm. you know, a situation where, you know, you, you lose a player um, and, you know, there's anxiety. You know, how <clears throat> how good is the backup running back going to be? You know, how good are we going to be moving forward? How are we going to be able to replace those things? So I think anytime there's disruption, um, you, you got to be able to bounce back. And I think what happened in, in camp, we were able to bounce back a little quicker because we had some time. Um, in the middle of the season, it's a little bit of a, you know, it's a little bit of a struggle to kind of get back on track. And again, when you're playing college football, uh, the, 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 the margin of error between the really, really good teams and then everybody else is very small. Uh, and, and anything <clears throat> that throws off anybody's rhythm gives a team an opportunity. I think you've seen that across college football at least all season for sure. Um, you know, so for us, it just hit us at a tough time. We, we were able to kind of have some answers, but we weren't able to kind of put the all together. Um, and, and it took us a couple of weeks. And then when you're playing good teams, you know, um, Louisiana came in here, they're defending Sun Belt champions. So they were struggling a little bit, but they, they know how to win. Um, they've won before um, and they, they were able to kind of battle through. And I think that's what we ended up doing last week. We kind of just battled through, um, you know, you look at it, you know, in the middle of the season, you say, well, he lost to Troy, who at the time, I'm not sure anybody really knew how good or how consistent they would be. And they've been really good. Yep. Um, I knew walking off the field, I said, that team right there is different. Um, <laughs> but they've been really good. You know, Bowling Green has had some success. Even Notre Dame has had some success, you know, a- after us. So I think what happens is as, as the season goes on, teams start to develop their true identity. Um, and, and I told my team, you know, they, they're going to remember what you do on the back end of the season. You know, they, the, the first part of the season is great, but they're going to remember how you finish. And we've got to kind of take it one at a time. I think you make a great point in there, coach, you know, next guy up. But usually there's a backup running back and no one plays one running back anymore. Anyways, then you have the backup to the backup running back. Usually coaches don't have backup offensive line coaches. And and that's one of the units as much as it's a team game. Right. That is like the one unit that has to play together right if the two defensive ends are two doing two different things maybe not all that big a deal but if the left guard if the left tackle doesn't know what the uh left guard is doing uh the quarterback is going to find out really fast that someone made a mistake uh and so i guess it did take you a couple weeks to you know smooth uh smooth that out yeah i mean it's it's always it's it's more of you know you don't change a system or you're not changing you know, calls, but again, you're, you're, right. you're the language, the communication, um, the, the, the vibe in the room was different. And then again, you're talking about, 
you know, you got, that's the only position where you have five guys on the field at the same time. So you're talking about five different mentalities, five different anxiety levels, five different, you know, what do we do now? Uh, five different um, guys who are trying to, okay, does this mean I need to you know, be more vocal or how do I help or how do I help or how do we move forward? Um, and then you have to also take, you know, you, you, you look at it from a, a offensive perspective. That unit is usually the heartbeat of your offense for sure. Um, you know, whether you run the ball or pass the ball every down that you, you, your team goes as that unit goes. Um, and as it, as we got them back going, you started to see us have a little more success on offense. Um, I think again, you know, the, the, the time in between it happening and getting it figured out, uh, we ran into some good teams. Um, and, and I mm. think again, that's something that the beauty of college football is, you know, every week is a battle, um, the, the, the nightmare of college football is every week is a battle. <laughs> so it, it's, it's part of it. And I think our guys have done a really good job handling it. Again, you know, you, you said it earlier. Um, there, there are some 35 and 40 year old people that if your boss you know, right. quit, you know, and you had a new boss come in, there's going to be an adjustment period that you right. got to kind of work through um, and, and, and deal with. And that's kind of how what our guys had to do, except they're 18 and 22 and don't always understand that there is another side of the world or personal side out there uh, when you're dealing with, with, with humans. All right, let's take a time out. We'll be back with the second half of our conversation with Marshall Thundering Herd head coach Charles Huff right after this. You're listening to Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day. Yeah, offensive line and quarterback are the only, uh, you know, position groups that don't put their hands up, you know, in the middle of the game say, I got to come out. Yeah, yeah, no, you're there. That's your position. <laughs> you ain't coming out. Unless you're trying to specifically get someone some more experience. Usually it's the same five guys throughout the game. All right, a few more minutes uh, with Coach uh, Charles Huff uh, of Marshall, uh, locked on Sunbelt. What's be, been the experience uh, like in the Sunbelt uh, for Marshall? What's been the reaction uh, from uh, from the town and from the crowd, from the fans? Yeah, I, it's been it's been a really good experience. Um, you know, we knew when we you know joined the conference that we were joining a real um, fan driven, passionate, um, emotional, uh, you know, enthusiastic group. You know, um, football in the South is just different. You know, it's it's and when you take a bunch of teams in the South and you put them all together and you live next to the, the team that, you know, is across the street from you and you kind of have a, a passion and history and tradition and rivalries. Um, so it's been great, you know, it's going on the road to these different venues. Uh, we've had phenomenal crowds, you know, the, the, the crowds that came here for us. Um, obviously there's a lot of regional rivalries, a lot of regional knowledge about the teams that we're playing. Um, obviously there is, I think, you know, commissioner Gill and his staff have done a phenomenal job of creating a competitive environment. You know, you look at the Sunbelt East right now and you tell me who's going to win it, um, you know, based on (laughs) where it is. Um, and that's that's competitiveness, and that's what you want. You you want to be in a conference where it's competitive week in and week out. Um, you want to be in a conference that's not top heavy or you know not one sided. You know, I know when we all started this this journey, we felt like this Sun Belt East was going to be um, you know kind of like the SEC West. Um, you know, but now when you look at it, I mean, it, it's it's a toss up every week, and I think that's what you want. You want competitive balance. Um, you want passionate fan bases and, and you want local and regional rivalries. And I think that's what we've been able to do in this conference. And, and we're excited to be a part of it. Yeah, nobody knows anything. We actually compared that in yesterday, yesterday's uh, episode, Coach, the preseason picks to the current standings. And outside of Coastal, it's upside down. Whereas ODU was picked last, they're second. JMU 
was picked sixth and they're, and they're third and they were first uh, up until the last couple of uh, uh, last couple of weeks. All right. A couple more questions for Charles up. Uh, we're familiar with you down here uh, as being on the uh, Nick Saban staff. Uh, I also happen to be a Patriots fan and assistant coaches from the Patriots uh, becoming head coaches don't seem to do very well because they seem to act like they're Bill Belichick with, you know, they got all the rings, uh, but they're not Bill. And that has not uh, turned out well. And so what have you taken uh, to Marshall from Alabama? And how do you make that being a you without being Nick Saban? Because I because I don't see Nick Saban bouncing on the sidelines uh, before a ball game as the music is pumping, which we did see you doing that before the Cajuns game. It just looks like you're having a good time. Yeah, I, I, I love this city. I love this town. This community is a small, you know, tight-knit community. So when you go to the gas station, people say hello. It's not, you know, like run up asking for autographs. Um, I think this university is, is, is special. Um, and what I learned, you know, at my time at Alabama is there's pieces of the Alabama structure that you can take and apply um, that'll fit anywhere. And then there's also things that you can't do or you can't expect. Um, you know, I learned you know, from Coach Saban that the discipline and the consistency in your approach and your routine is what is ultimately going to produce consistent performance. Um, and, and that's what you want. I also learned from him that you, you there's no coach out there that can coach a bad player to be good. So you better be able to recruit at a high level um, and get really good players. Um, but I also learned from PJ Fleck, you, you got to be yourself. You know, I, I, I can't you know, there are things that, you know, you can emulate and there's schedules and there's pieces of programs that you can use. But I, I can't be a 67 year old, you know, Caucasian male. I, I just can't be that. So I can't you know, I can't walk up and down the sideline and act like that's who I am. I, I've got to be real. Um, I've also got to be professional and I've got to be mindful that, you know, I serve multiple um, you know, sectors. Right. I got kids from the north, kids from the east, kids from the south. Um, but I think what ultimately people uh, of all levels, wherever you're from, whoever you are, um, truly respect is genuineness. And I think my players and my staff in this community know that I'm, I'm genuine. You know, obviously there is a um, there is a goal in place. You know, there are games to be won. Um, and, you know, don't get me wrong. That's that's how you stay higher. Um, but it's also being you know, entrenched in the community, being a resource for your players, being genuine, um, you know, to the cause. And that, that's what keeps me happy. And that's what, you know, ultimately, even when we don't convert on third down, you know, ultimately it goes back to just be yourself. Um, trust your plan, be yourself. All right, let's wrap it up here with Coach Charles uh, Huff with uh, Marshall on Lockdown Sunbelt. Preview this weekend's ballgame on the NFL Network, by the way. More national pub for Marshall uh, and the Sunbelt. Uh, as you are hosting the Coastal Carolina Chanticleers. Yeah, really, really good program. You know, when we looked at our schedule um, in the preseason, uh, we knew we had an opportunity to have three to four top 25 potential programs to come play here in Huntington. Um, and I don't think you can ask for anything less, I mean, anything more. You know, you got really good competition. Um, a lot of respect for what coach has done with the program there. You know, he's kind of built the model of how you take a program from step one, two to three and where he's at now. Um, obviously, a lot of respect for their quarterback, probably the best quarterback in the country, in my opinion. Um, just understanding what they do, how they do it. Um, they have something that everyone is kind of searching for right now and is the consistency at certain positions uh, with the transfer portal to have a quarterback in a system for multiple years is a little bit difficult. Um, you don't see that as much. 
Um, and you can see it in his play. You know, he, he kind of thinks like coach thinks. Um, he can kind of anticipate some things. I'm sure they have really good dialogue on the sideline with what, what's coming next. Defensively, they've got some guys that can hit and run. They've got, a, you know, their nose guard inside's huge. I mean, he's, he's definitely a force. Um, and he's a veteran. And you can tell by his leadership. You can tell by his consistency in his play. Um, so it's going to be a challenge for us. Um, I told the team in our team meeting on Monday, there are teams that you're going to play that have um, winning DNA which means you got to understand you got to play every single play because it doesn't matter if you get up on them or they, you know, they get up on you, they're going to continue to play at the same consistency level. So you got to be able to match that. Um, and then we've got to do what we've done all, all, you know, pretty much all year. We got to play really consistent defense um, offensively. We've been able to run the ball, which gives us a chance each week. Uh, we got to be a little bit more explosive. Um, and then we got to take care of the ball. And, and you look at the games where we've struggled, those things showed up, not taking care of the ball penalties, um, we played good defense, even in the games that we struggled. We ran the ball pretty consistently, even in the games that we struggled. But it came back to turnovers, penalties, those type of things that you can't do when you're when you're playing the type of way we were playing and the teams were going to play. Coach Charles Huff with the Marshall Thundering Herd, his uh, four and three number one ranked scoring defense in the Sun Belt, hosting the high powered Coastal Carolina Chanticleers Saturday night NFL Network. Really appreciate your time, Coach. Thanks for hopping on Locked On Sun Belt. Best of luck this weekend. Thanks, guys. Really appreciate you guys. Go her. Thanks very much to Marshall head coach Charles Huff for joining us on Locked On Sunbelt. We will be previewing the South Alabama and Arkansas State ball game with the host of the Workday Red Zone on the ticket in Jonesboro. Carol Ritchie uh, will join us. And of course, we'll also preview uh, the rest of the action uh, in the Sunbelt uh, this weekend. Thanks so much for listening to Locked On Sunbelt, your team every day.